Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information, or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. There were some who said, why was this ointment wasted? But Jesus said, leave her alone. She has done a beautiful thing. In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. A couple years ago, I was at a conference with some fellow clergy, and I heard Becca Stevens speak. She was our keynote speaker who has become quite famous for her work in founding Thistle Farms, a ministry whose sole purpose is to heal, empower, and employ female survivors of human trafficking. But one of the things that she told us in her presentation was that each house they built had space for six women. These are women who formerly had been living on the streets or in other undesirable situations, and that for each house, it cost $500,000 to build. And upon hearing this, a colleague of mine raised his hand and essentially accused Becca of being irresponsible. His point was that it wasn't very efficient to spend half a million dollars on only six women, and that for half the cost, she could lose all the frills and build bigger compounds that could shelter a lot more women. And Becca listened very patiently and empathetically to my friend, and her response was very kind. And in a sense, she even agreed with some of what he said. Her exact words were, I totally get that some people see what we're doing and they think that it is wasteful. And if our goal is to maximize the number of beds, then you're absolutely right. We need a new model. But, she said, that's not our goal. Our goal is beauty. Our goal is extravagance. Our goal is to be over the top. Our goal is to shower these women with dignity, grace, and love because we believe in a gospel, she said, that believes these women are beautiful. And our goal is for them to know their beauty by the quality of the gift we give them. So in today's gospel, we have a different woman who also does something that could be seen as irresponsible. Taking a flask of very expensive ointment, she breaks the whole thing open and dumps it on Jesus' head. Now, to put the extravagance of her gift in perspective, this was worth 300 denarii, which was... 300 times a laborer's daily wage. In today's currency, at $10 an hour, eight hours a day, and 300 days a year, pretty modest numbers if you think about it, 
This perfume was valued at about $25,000. And every last drop was dumped on Jesus' head and given as this wonderfully extravagant gift. And the people watching, they said the exact same thing that my friend did. That what she did was a waste. That the perfume could have been sold and that her gift was not efficient. That's what they see. But Jesus sees something else. And he uses this great word to describe this woman, both who she is and also what she does. And that word is beautiful. Leave her alone, Jesus says. She has done a beautiful thing. Now, I have a theory as to why Jesus says what he does about this act of extravagant generosity. I believe it's because Jesus sees in this woman's gesture something that will mirror the gift he will make to the world by soon dying on a cross. Because just like that flask of very costly oil, Jesus' body will also break open as dignity, grace, and love is showered upon the whole world. And to be really clear, God will not be very efficient, and God will not be very calculated in seeing to it that mercy, grace, and forgiveness find their way to the right people. Jesus will not die for the good or for the deserving or for the religious. No, the mercy and grace of God will be dumped upon the unrepentant and the hard-hearted and the unbelieving. There's going to be something about the gift of God's Son that will be extravagant and over the top. And this gift Jesus will give so that the people he came to serve might know something of God's beauty and perhaps in time even come to know something of their own beauty as well. And so what would it mean for us, the people of St. Michael's, to give with this same extravagant spirit, to make a gift that makes Jesus say, you have done a beautiful thing. And here's the reason I ask that question. As Christians, we believe that beauty has intrinsic value. You see, the world we live in is always making beauty instrumental to something else that we want, right? Beautiful cities attract more tourists. Beautiful people get more opportunities. Beautiful land sells for more money. It's a subtle thing, but notice how we tend to instrumentalize beauty, the way we leverage beauty to get power, wealth, and influence. But from God's perspective, that's not how beauty works at all. For God, beauty has inherent value simply because God is beautiful and because we who bear God's image have something of that beauty imprinted on our soul. And from today's gospel, we see that there is something about beauty and extravagance that always goes.
go together. Came across a story this week that I think illustrates the point I'm trying to make fairly well. It's an old fable about a monk who was traveling when he came across a very precious gemstone. And so he looked at the valuable stone, he picked it up, placed it in his bag, and went on his way. The next day, he encountered a beggar. So he opened up his bag, and he gave the beggar the gemstone he had found. Overjoyed by his good fortune, the beggar went on his way, a rich man, and took the gemstone with him. But one day, a few days later, the beggar caught up with the monk again, and he said, here's your stone back. Can you please give me something even more valuable than this stone? And what is it, asked the monk, that you want me to give you? To which the beggar replied, please give me whatever it is inside of you that did not hesitate to give me the stone in the first place. I think deep down in our heart of hearts, we all know there is nothing more beautiful or valuable in life than learning to become a generous person. And now, I'm not speaking just of what we do with our money. I'm talking about what we do with our time, generosity with our concern, generosity with our judgments of other people, and generosity with our life. And so again, what would it mean for us to bring more beauty into the world by learning to give like that? with a little extravagance, and maybe in a way that some would see as over the top. And so as you think about that question, I'll end by saying this. A few days ago, my sister, who lives here in Austin, came over to my home for dinner, and we were talking and catching up, and she asked me how things were going here at the church. And I told her it was stewardship season, that I was doing this four-week sermon series on money. And she asked me how it was being received, and I said, great, it's a real crowd pleaser. <laughs> but then she asked me, so what is your stewardship goal? Which basically is code for how much money is your church trying to raise? To which I replied, well, that's not exactly how we do things here at St. Michael's. The focus of what we're doing in October is not on the church's need, but rather on our need as Christians to become more generous people. And so whenever my sister asked the question, what's your goal? I essentially answered, we have no goal. But having prayed through this week's gospel, I want to change my answer. Because we do have a goal. Our goal is beauty. Our goal is extravagance. Our goal is to be over the top. Our goal is to know who God is and to know who we are by the quality of our gift. Because at the end of the day, we do believe that in creating us and sustaining us and dying for us and in giving us the gift of eternal life that God has done a beautiful thing. And at the end of the day, our goal at St. Michael's is for the people we serve 
to know God's beauty and for us to know our own by the quality of our gift. Amen.